Broadcasting live to New York, Bloomberg 1130. To Washington, D.C., Bloomberg 991. To Boston, Bloomberg 1200. To San Francisco, Bloomberg 960. To the country, Sirius XM Channel 119. And around the globe, the Bloomberg Radio Plus app and Bloomberg.com. This is Taking Stock. I'm Kathleen Hayes along with Pim Fox. It's not just the Brits who are complaining about the European Union. Greece's central banker is launching an attack against the EU, accusing of not fulfilling its 2012 promise for reliable and sustainable Greek debt relief. We have in studio with us today a Greek politician who is going to talk to us about his view for a new political party that will implement a new economic model for Greece, Pim. Yes, indeed. And uh, right now, let's go to Charlie Pellet in the Bloomberg Newsroom for Bloomberg Business Flash. All right. Thank you very much, Pim. Thank you, Kathleen. The Dow, the S&P, NASDAQ, all declining right now. Stocks are on track for their longest losing streak since February amid growing uncertainty about the U.K.'s future in the European Union. Also, investors are awaiting tomorrow's Federal Reserve announcement. Although traders are pricing in zero chance of a rate move tomorrow, Chair Janet Yellen's commentary afterward will be taken apart for hints about the trajectory of borrowing costs. Matt Bosler covers the Federal Reserve for Bloomberg News. Last quarter, um, in March, the last time they submitted projections, feels like a long time ago, but they, they had two rate hikes in 2016 this year, but they still had four rate hikes penciled in for both 2017 and 2018. So the big question is, you know, given all this stuff going on, do they bring that pace of rate hikes not only this year but in the out years in uh, next year in 2018 down as well? And we will have complete coverage tomorrow right here on Bloomberg Radio. Federal Communications Commission has won a major appeals court ruling supporting its efforts to prevent broadband Internet service providers from favoring some types of web traffic over others. The Washington-based court today denied challenges to the federal government's so-called net neutrality regulations, which were backed by President Obama. S&P 500 index down 7 to 2,071. That is a drop of four-tenths of 1%. The Dow down 78 points, also a drop of 0.4%. NASDAQ down 16, a drop of 0.3%. Gold up $1.80 the ounce to 12.88, a gain of 0.1%. And at 2.32 on Wall Street. Now let's take a look at other news from around the world. Thank you, Charlie. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm June Grosso. This news update is brought to you by Audi Meadowlands in Secaucus, New Jersey, powered by Benzel Bush, offers a commitment to service, luxury, and value with total transparency. Start your journey at AudiMeadowlands.net and define the way you drive. President Obama is calling on Congress to enact tighter gun regulations and reinstate a ban on assault weapons in the wake of the Orlando nightclub killings. Mr. Obama also said the no-fly list should extend to bans on gun purchases. People with possible ties to terrorism who aren't allowed on a plane shouldn't be allowed to buy a gun. Doctors who've been treating those wounded in Sunday's shooting are talking to reporters. Bloomberg's Michael Barr has more. Surgeons and patients share their stories about the hours right after Sunday morning's mass shooting. Dr. Michael Cheatham with the Orlando Regional Medical Center says 27 patients are still in the hospital. Of these patients, we have six patients remaining in the hospital that are critically ill. One patient who survived the attack also spoke to reporters about the horror that took place. I look over and he shoots the girl next to me. And I'm just there laying down. I'm thinking, I'm next, I'm dead. 
Angel Cologne says the gunman, Omar Mateen, aimed at him but somehow managed to miss his head and instead struck him in the hand and hip. Michael Barr, Bloomberg Radio. A New York University student is among those who were wounded in the Orlando shooting. 20-year-old Patience Carter of Philadelphia was shot in the leg during the attack. She's expected to survive. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists and more than 150 news bureaus around the world. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm June Grosso. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping a move floor for stocks with the S&P 500 index down nine points now to 2,070, a drop of four-tenths of one percent. I'm Charlie Pelleton. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. So much focus on the U.K. as its voters prepare to vote on Brexit, the question about leaving the European Union next week. Greece remains in a certain kind of crisis of its own, despite several years since the economy bottomed and rounds of uh, debt relief. More to come this week, in fact. Janos Gramatidis joins us now in studio. He is a founder and president of a new political party, New Course, New Greece. He's here to talk about what the issues are that continue to f- confront Greece and how his platform and his party can fix them. Janos, welcome to Taking Stock. Uh, it's good to be here. Thank you very much for your invitation. First, I just want you to briefly tell our listeners a little bit about you. Uh, you fought in the Greek resistance. Your father was a prominent politician. You have been uh, head of the uh, Greek-American Chamber of Commerce. You bring a lot to this new political party. Um, you are right. I was there for a few years, uh, advising also the Greek prime ministers about uh, the economic course that they should follow. Uh, and because of the fact that uh, uh, they wouldn't listen uh, to uh, the logic of changing the economic model of the country and synchronize the country, synchronize the economy and make reforms everywhere, that's why we decided to take the lead ourselves, the citizen. And that's why we went uh, to the people. Uh, in order, first of all, to let them know what happened and we got into this messy situation. Who is responsible for all this for decades? And also, what can we do now in order to get, uh, to get the country out of the mess and also uh, gain, uh, regain our credibility? Because this is really one of the major problems, that Greece has no credibility to the markets, no credibility to the creditors. So we have to do something like this uh, in order to show that uh, there are strengths in the Greek society. There are people who actually want to help the country and want the economy to uh, uh, re- be, be, be rebuilt again. Speak, if you can, if, if you have any details about the new economic model that you are proposing for Greece. Um, what we are saying is that we have, first of all, to make radical reforms everywhere. We have to establish um, a steady, a stable uh, uh, tax system, uh, combat corruption, which is important, uh, institu- initiate uh, e-government everywhere, because when we initiate e-government, then we make, uh, we put a stop between citizen and the public administration, because everything is automatic. So this is really another way to uh, combat corruption. And also, uh, regain the competitiveness of the economy by opening the market. Um, the Greek economy today, uh, I dare say that it is the last Soviet-type economy 
economy in Europe, and this has to change. And we have to redirect our production to the production of internationally tradable goods and also attract investment. But how do you attract investment? You attract investment only by uh, creating the proper business environment. Unemployment still at almost 25%. That's on par with the United States in the Great Depression. So we could say that in that way, Greece still is in a depression, still struggling to dig out of that hole. What? Where is the Greek populace now? Because it was a very, very contentious issue when at the beginning of the crisis, in order to qualify for debt relief, Greek government workers had to work more, you know, not get the one or two months off when the pension plans couldn't be as rich and you had to retire sooner. Are people ready to accept your new model? Uh, yes, they are. Uh, it, it will be a difficult task for the government to deal with the employment issues. First of all, let me tell you that already the salaries now are very low and they make uh, the economy competitive from the employment point of view, the cost of the employment. However, um, uh, the creditors are asking far, uh, uh, far more than what we have done so far. They are asking for flexibility in the labor market. Um, but when we are talking about, uh, uh, about uh, uh, depression, I have to tell you that uh, for us, in order to face the unemployment issue, we have to realize that we are not only in a depression, we are in structural collapse. Uh, and that's why I say that we need to uh, create new directions for our production line. We don't produce anymore, and we need to produce in order to face the challenge. Uh, we need also to have public infrastructure works all over the country in order to create new uh, jobs for the people and after that incentivize the private sector by new incentives. All this will definitely make unemployment lower uh, and this is uh, in full contradiction with the model that the Greek governments uh, follow the last uh, six years, they are concentrating more on fiscal consolidation than growth. And they sacrifice growth uh, uh, on the temple of the um, fiscal consolidation. There should be a balance. And I believe that the IMF believes also this, that it has to be balanced. And of course we have to see and put as a first priority uh, the reprofiling of the Greek debt. Because if we don't deal with the public debt first as a necessary condition for growth, uh, then I think that we are building on the sand. Uh, just quickly, um, the word economy actually comes from Greek, uh, oikonomia, and that means household management. What would be the one thing that you would like to see happen in the next six months from the Greek government? I believe that we should uh, uh, create a more uh, logically, orthologically operating uh, uh, public sector. We have to make uh, cuts and also changes in the public sector in order to make it um, uh, more friendly uh, and flexible, friendly to the society, friendly to the business community. Thank you very much for joining us. Uh, Janos Gramatidis, he is the founder and the president of New Course, New Greece, the political party. You're listening to Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Bentley University. What do tying up the finances at Converse and managing asset allocations at J.P. Morgan have in common? A business degree from Bentley University. Because business is everywhere. Prepare here.